Hi, I'm Jason Mefford, a recovering CPA and edutainer. And I'm Brad Miller, lawyer and coach, and we are walking a spiritual path. Many professionals are searching for something greater than themselves. Through this podcast, we are exploring what it means to be a spiritual professional in an analytical, evidence-based world. So whether you're into yoga, meditation, crystals, or are merely curious about what else is out there, join us as we discuss our journeys and break the stigma around professionals who woo and the myths around what it means to be spiritual. Hey everybody, I'm Jason Mefford and I'm here with Brad Miller. And today we're going to talk about fear holding us back. So again, fear holding us back. So Brad, do you want to kind of tee up or give some context and then let's get started with uh, with talking about this? Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's a many different ways that this can apply, I think. Um, but kind of the, the way that I had in mind was kind of the fear of not being good enough, the fear of being wrong, something like that. So the idea that, you know, there's a lot of, I know we've talked in the past episodes about rituals, about practices, things like that you can do. And I know, especially as a professional who kind of wants to be, there'd be a right answer. We want to be, you know, right about things. And one of the things my wife keeps on getting about me is, you know, I always try to want to be right, you know? Um, And so (laughs) there is... We can go so many places with that line, but we'll we'll, we'll pull it back. We're going to keep it spiritual today. Um, But, you know, the idea of wanting to get the right answer to wanting to, um, to think to come out right, maybe it's to having expectations about what should happen when we do things. So if we, you know, let's say we talk, you know, we, we try to talk to spirit guides or, you know, angels or something like that, you know, beings, things like that. The fear of, well, what happens if nobody talks back? If I do all the things, I go through the process and then nothing happens. Mm-hmm. What does that mean about me? What is, you know, and does that mean that I'm less of a, of a spiritual person? Does that mean that I'm just wrong? Um, and so I, to avoid that feeling of wrong, to avoid the feeling or, or something happening where it didn't come out the way we expect it, we don't go out and put the foot out and try it. Mm-hmm. So like, well, I, I can't get through, I can't go out there and have nobody talk to me if I don't go there in the first place. Right. If I don't put myself yeah. out there. It's a whole fear of, I won't, I won't get shot down if I never ask a, a, somebody else out exactly. on a date. Right. I, I, I exactly. can't get rejected if I don't ask. And so we just don't ever try. Right. right. And I think that's real. I mean, I've felt that before. You know, and I, I think a lot of the way that you brought that up of, you know, maybe feeling feelings of being wrong, feelings of our expectations not working out, um, of doing it wrong, you know, and again, it's like, well, what if there is no wrong? What if there's no right, if there's no wrong, and it's just however you're choosing to do it? And I think... I think a lot of times, you know, especially as it comes back to to spiritual practices, let's say, right? You know, and again, so let's say that you're, you know, somebody's wanting to talk to spirit guides or wanting to talk to trees. We'll just take those as some examples, right? Because we've talked about that before, right? Um, well, I I know people who speak to trees, right? Mm-hmm. But um 
I do, but I don't, right? And I don't necessarily get the same kind of a response or don't get the response all the time that some of my other friends who are maybe more gifted in that area are getting. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean I'm doing it wrong, right? Uh, it just may, it, some of it may just mean that I have, I have different gifts, right? Because we all have kind of the things that we're good at. And so I don't know if I've shared this on here before or not, but you know, what specifically one of my friends who, um, is very good at connecting with nature and talking to trees and, you know, like knowing, you know, the trees saying, Hey, I'd like some honey. And so she goes and does an offer of honey, you know, next to the tree without like, why the hell would a tree want honey? But whatever, right? You just, you just do it if they're asking you to do it, right? But there's always, and even with her, there's, there's trepidation the first few times that you do it because until we learn how to do something, until we practice it a little bit, we're not necessarily going to get it right or it's not going to work all the time. It's just like anything else that we do in life. Mm -hmm right? You have to practice, you know, how many times did you have to practice tying your shoes as a little kid before tying your shoes just became second nature, right? And some kids learn quicker, some it takes longer. It doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, we all learn how to tie our shoes one way or the other. And so I was, you know, I, I, I wanted to talk to the trees. And so I, I would, you know, we we planned a couple of different sessions where she was going to kind of teach me at least the process that she went through to kind of get to that point. And so we scheduled a meeting, we got talking, we ended up talking about something else for an hour or two, and we never got to it. So we're like, okay, you know, me, like the doer type A, I'm like, okay, well, we, we got to get on the calendar again. And so we get on the calendar again, and this time I'm like trying to control it. I'm like trying to control, like, no, come on, we're gonna get trees. we're gonna get to we're this topic. To we're not yeah, we're not gonna get off, we're not gonna get off topic. And as we're sitting there, all of a sudden she stops and she's like, That was weird. And I'm like, What? She said, I just heard a voice that said, Music, not trees. And I went, Fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, message received, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, that, that was for me and we didn't, we didn't go there. Now that doesn't mean that I don't try to connect with trees and plants and everything else. It's just, maybe I'm not as gifted in that area or I just haven't quite figured it out yet, but there's nothing wrong with it. Right. The fact that I'm still, you know, experimenting, I'm still playing, I'm still trying to figure out what works for me. And, you know, I'm doing better, but I still have that fear creep in sometimes, you know, where you'll get a, you'll get a feeling or you'll get a knowing or you'll get a, and, and, and even when I say the, you know, heard a voice, it's not, it's not an audible voice like, hey, Jason, you know, something's <laughs> in my ear like, hey, you, you come here. No, it's not like that. It's just like, it's as if this thing just kind of pops up, right? And you just know, or you're given a short phrase and then you have to figure out what it means. And a lot of times when you hear them, um, and again, I'm using the word here, but it's not audible, right? Right. Uh, you don't know until you do something about it, 
you try it, mm -hmm. right? Um, and then when you try it, then you're like, oh, okay, well, that kind of worked pretty good. Next time I'm going to do this, right? And next time I'm going to do that. And we're slowly kind of learning, right, as, as, as we go along. But, you know, sometimes um, that fear does creep in. It's like, oh, did I really hear what I thought I heard? Is that really right? And then we start trying to doubt ourselves because, again, that's the tonal, the 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 3D part of us who's trying to trick us like, oh, no, you really didn't hear that. You don't want to do that, right? Mm -hmm. Because sometimes what we're being asked may be a little scary too, right? And so I think a lot of times we don't want to hear because of fear and we walk around kind of like the you know the whole thing like a little kid puts their hands over their ears and they're like la 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 i can't hear you i can't hear you i can't hear right. you right we do that all the time and i think sometimes it's because we're afraid of the answer that we already know mm -hmm. and we just don't want to face it I think we talked about that in a previous episode too, right? Like about facing the darkness, facing your fears. Um, that a lot of times that's when we kind of have the breakthroughs, you know, where we're just like, mm -hmm. fuck it, I'm going to do it anyway, right? I don't care. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to see what happens. Yeah. No, that kind of reminds me of the idea of kind of relationships. I think a lot, it happens a lot with people, you know, on the 3D level where they're worried about, you know, should I really leave my per significant other? Like, is this the working out? Do I, should I leave? You know, yeah, it's kind of awful, but I still, do I still love the person? And like, they kind of go and they're afraid to actually listen to the truth that they know inside them that, yeah, this thing has to end. This is for the best of everybody. Um, so I think everybody to some extent can understand that concept, you know, on a 3d level, at least, because we've all run into something like that, that we don't want to accept you know, that this is what we're trying to say. Or this is what the situation is. Well, and we, we, we think it's on a 3d level. Cause I, I went yeah. through exactly what you're just talking about, right? Getting divorced for a second time, selling everything, packing everything up and moving to a new state. Um, that's can be pretty terrifying for a lot of people. And I, I put it off for a while Right. I knew that it was coming. I just didn't know when the time was, right? I had a sense that it was coming. I just didn't know when the time was right. But when the time came and I had the, right, I had very significant confirmations about, nope, now is the time and here's where you need to go. Then I listened at that point and i i you know within very short months everything was done moved on and again we might look at that and think well that's just a 3d thing but i will tell you it's a very spiritual thing because i am in a much different place now mm -hmm. right uh I, it's almost literally been a year now since I really got the strong impression and knowings of what I needed to do. And it took me, you know, kind of six months to, to work through everything in the 3D. And now six months afterwards, I'm a totally different person. Mm -hmm. And so we think 
we think so much of the time that it's just a 3D thing, but it really is a spiritual thing. Yeah. If anybody doesn't believe he's a different person, go back and listen to some of the first episodes that we did about a year ago, <laughs> and you'll see well, the difference. And go back and look at some videos of me from two or three years ago when I was, you know, oh, yeah. thirty or thirty or forty pounds heavier too, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so there's physical as well as spiritual things that are going on all at the same time. Yeah, and they're all connected, hmm? physical all stuff connected. and spiritual stuff. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, but yeah, so you know, you talked about your um, your kind of example with the trees, stuff like that. So one kind of situation where this is coming to me, um, again, I don't know what it meant. Maybe about a year ago, um, there was a a uh, guided meditation that I did, and it was supposed to be to help you connect to your spirit guides. Okay. So you know, the idea was, you know, we're going to sit down, kind of talk about what, what what spirit guides are, whatever. Then we're going to do a meditation and then the person kind of guides you into going out and meeting the spirit guides and talking with them and getting information or, or whatever. Right. So like, OK, great. Sounds, you know, signed up for it, went through it. Um, and when it came to talking with the spirit guides, a clear person came and said, hey, my name is so and so, um, you know, and I said, hey, do you have a meet? You have a message for me? You know, something I should say or whatever. And I got a cl very clear, um, very clear message, little phrase or something like that to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, wow. Like that seemed to be like a real legit thing. Right. And then, you know, obviously I, I have the recording so I can go back and listen to it again. The idea of, well, you can go back and you can meet your spare guides again, meet different ones, all that kind of stuff but I've been reluctant to do so. And I think it's because there's fear of going and reaching out again and then finding out that, up, oh, well, no one's out there talking to me now. You know, mm -hmm. there's nothing, to, there's no more, there's no more messages for me. Like maybe that was just a one-time deal. I don't know. Maybe I just making it up for all I know. Like, you know, um, and now if I try to do it again, you know, nothing's going to happen. And so to avoid the, disappointment to avoid that feeling of something's wrong with me, whatever, you know, just don't, don't do it, you know? And so that's kind of something that's been kind of back there and I've kind of just pushed it back like, Oh, not a big deal. And then kind of recently this kind of came up as, Hey, there's some fear here for you to, you know, cause always, always yeah, trying to sure. see what is the things to work through, what kind of things are kind of, bogging me down or whatnot and that was something that's kind of come to me is like hey there's some fear here that you're dealing with you need to deal with well and it's it's interesting because it, it brings up a lot of our insecurities that we all have as humans right of not good enough not smart enough not spiritual enough not whatever enough mm -hmm. right not thin enough not pretty enough not handsome enough whatever whatever it might be but I think, too, it, it kind of comes back to some of the things around expectations, too, right? Is that, you know, again, when you when you went through that the first time, you had a certain experience. Mm -hmm. And so it's almost like you're kind of building up these expectations of what it's supposed to be mm -hmm. and fear of what it might not be. Right. Because it's not necessarily, you know, your experience the second time may not be the way it was the first time. It may come right. in a little in a little different way. And I think, you know, this is 
we we build up these expectations in our life too of thinking that you know when we get that inspiration or intuition oh it must mean this right and so we go and do it and then things don't work out the way we had expected in our minds and we think something is wrong right it's like well no nothing is wrong other than you having expectations you shouldn't have had right that's just not the way it's going to work out uh, and, and so trying to not cling or have those expectations. And, you know, it's, it's, I've seen that in, in some of my uh, spiritual practices, because I'll, there's, there's a, a small group of people that I know that I, I work with, we meet a few times a year, and we're taught certain things, right? Certain, um, certain practices that we can do uh we're given resources and tools you know we're we're taught to work with certain artifacts let's say and we'll talk about that more maybe in a different different episode and so then we all you know we're all taught and then we all go off and we kind of do our own thing and we're just kind of left to our own devices of figuring out what to do with this and then we come back together because like i said we come back together a few times a year and we usually kind of share or talk about some of the experiences that we've had and so i'll just give you an example you know we got a a recording uh to listen to several recordings but what i'm thinking of one in particular that we all kind of got and it's like okay incorporate this into your practices each day or you know, whatever you choose to do, but listen to this recording and kind of follow the practice, follow the things that you're being told in this audio. So we all go home and we all start doing it and then we come back together. And it's interesting as we started kind of talking about it, each one of us used that audio slightly differently, right? Um, and so as we were sharing with each other, Right. We were all learning maybe some different ways of, of using it. So this one in particular, there's different uh, frequencies or tones that are given. And so for me, I would um, kind of hum to myself and, and tune my body and spirit to these frequencies as they were coming through the audio. Nobody else was really doing that. But other people were using certain artifacts while they were listening to it. And other people were doing some of these other things, right? And so we were all kind of doing it in a little different way. We all had our own art that we were bringing to it. And sharing afterwards helped us to understand maybe some other things that we could try. And, you know, we were told you know, especially with one of the tools that we were given was don't have any expectations about it. Here's the general rules, you know, or the general guidelines. You kind of do this, but don't have any <laughs> expectations about what's going to happen. <laughs> right. Because for each of us, it's going to be different. Yeah. And, and so, you know, again, it's, it's hard as an analytical person sometimes because I choose to make it hard. It doesn't have to be hard, but I'm choosing to make it hard on myself. 
right. is I have certain expectations of what's going to happen instead of just allowing to be what needs to be. Because I'm going to get from the practices or working with the artifacts or whatever, I'm going to get something different than somebody else, right? Or even, you know, as we've talked before about some of the different practices and things that we might, that we do, right? You use animal cards in a different way than I do, right? Okay. <laughs> There's nothing wrong or right with the way you do it. There's nothing wrong or right with the way I do it, but it just is different. And it's okay, and we don't have expectations with it, right? And and each time it's different because even even with that with animal cards, you know, a lot of a lot of times people, you know, shuffle or cut the deck a certain number of of times and then take one off the top. Well, that's usually how I would do it, but sometimes as I've been shuffling, literally a card comes flying out of the deck and lands on the ground on my desk, right? And it's like. Mm -hmm. Well, that was a little different. Okay, I guess that's the card this time, right? That's right. And mm -hmm. so even when we do things like that, every time we do it, it's not going to be exactly the same experience. And so we really just need to let go of those expectations, let go of the fear of what it's going to be or what it might not be. Because I think this is, you know, another one kind of back to to you not, you know, kind of holding back from doing it again. It's like mm -hmm. dreaming is another way, you know, for me is it's like I could beat myself up, you know, for not remembering my dreams every night, but I know I'm dreaming every night. And I set the intention, right, when I go to bed, but I don't remember my dreams every day. But I know I'm dreaming and I know I'm doing things, right? And so I can't wake up in the morning and go, oh, God damn it. You know, I, I don't remember my dream, so I didn't dream last night. No, I wake up and say, oh, well, can't remember my dream, but I know I dreamed last night. And if it's, if it's important for me to pull it back into the 3D and have it here, then I'm going to remember it, right? Just like we were talking before we hit record brad had a dream that we were talking about a little bit before there's something significant in that dream for him that happened last night that he's got to figure out right but it doesn't happen every night and so we don't want to have that expectation that it's going to happen every night right and i i know some people that have uh you know if you know kind of differences about dreams there's some that are called lucid dreams these are like way out there dreams and even for the people that i know who are the best dreamers that i know of that lucid dream a lot they will go months without having a lucid dream and so for me it's like oh well i don't need to beat myself up if you know like the the michael jordan of dreaming that i know of <laughs> you know, doesn't hit that last minute bucket to win the game, eh, you know, the cold uh, streak. Yeah. Yeah. He just had a little cold streak. And I remember, I think there was a Nike commercial with Michael Jordan in it. And it said something like, you know, I've made, uh, you know, 500, you know, last second game winning shots and I've missed 2000. Or something like that, right? And just kind of put it into perspective to us that it doesn't always work out the way we expect every time. But you know what? If he didn't shoot the ball, 
it wouldn't go in the basket regardless, right? Right. Doing something, you at least have a 50-50 chance. Doing nothing, you have a 0% chance. Right. Yeah. No, I remember, I, I, I think I know the commercial you're talking about, um, you know, and, and that was kind of the thing is that if you don't take the shot, you're never, you know, there's no chance you're ever going to make it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, I think for me, that's definitely, again, something working on. Cause like you said, kind of analytical type of a, of a person who we want to overthink things and we want to have things to be right the right answers and all that kind of stuff. And we have these expectations of what this might be or what it should be. And maybe we had one experience and then we kind of say, well, if it didn't happen this way the next time, then I must be broken. Like something's wrong, you know, like, yeah. kind of like, you know, you know, like the, like the lucid dreaming stuff, you know, you have a lucid dream one night and the next night they don't like, well, what happened? We, where'd it go? Like, am I broken now? Am I no longer doing the lucid dreams? Like again, 3d cog, you know, arise. I'm like, I know that doesn't that that's the case that I have to keep on shooting that you have to keep on trying and things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. And again, this is one of those. And I I think we've probably talked about it early on in the, in the podcast. um, So the first episode, just about a lot of this stuff is happening subconsciously, you know, consciously we can think of something, but there's subconscious roots to a lot of this stuff that needs to be worked through, Um, you know, because you can you know, say, yep, I'm going to go do it. And, you know, I'm going to, uh, you know, a great example, I'm brush your teeth. I'm going to brush my teeth every night, you know, but subconsciously, if you don't have it in your head that you're going to do it every night, you're going to forget. Something's going to come up. You're going to get busy. Um, and so while you may, oh, I'm going to do it 3D wise, you know, conscious wise, until you figure that subconscious thing out, you know, and that's a simple example, but I mean, I think that applies to a lot of this other stuff that, on the spiritual level too that we're talking about today well and even the um you know not to set yourself up even doing you know using the analogy of brushing your teeth most of us brush our teeth pretty much the same way every night you know you spend a certain amount of time here and there and you know we each have kind of our own technique for doing it but we don't necessarily brush our teeth exactly the same way every night Right. We do most of the time, but there's some nights when I'm brushing my teeth that I do something a little different than I normally do. Mm-hmm. It didn't make that wrong. It meant maybe the certain, some of my teeth needed a little bit more uh, attention that night that I didn't consciously know, but I was spending more time on that part of my mouth. Right. And so again, it's even like this, even once you start to kind of figure things out, if you will. You know, it's like, don't expect them to always be that way every single time, mm-hmm. because sometimes things change, right? Yeah. Or or the expectations with, you know, things like talking to the trees. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, I, I remember my mentor one time said, what do you, do you think they speak English? <laughs> no, trees don't speak English, right? Do they speak Spanish? No. Do they, do they speak Russian? No. Right. And so if you're going to communicate, you can't have an expectation that you're going to hear, right. An audible message from a tree in Russian. It just, that's not how it works. 
right? Same thing with dogs or animals or other different things, right? We all connect energetically and telepathically. And so you have to learn how to do that and tune yourself to and place attention on, right? In order to hear. Because it's the same thing, right? Is it's like, if, 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 you know, I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm just talking to Brad, but I'm not focusing on Brad and I'm not trying to listen to what he's actually saying, I'm not going to hear him, even if he's talking, right? If he's sitting here talking and I'm just like, somewhere else, or I'm doing la, 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 right? Like my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm not going to hear her. Right. But, you know, and, and, and the one thing that that Brad kind of brought up of, well, is anybody going to be listening and talk back? Well, I promise you, brother, there's lots of people talking to you. There's lots of things and beings talking to you. We just have to tune ourselves and listen. And then they come through. Um and it's not always on the timing when we want it to be. It's not always in the way that we want it to be. But we just have to kind of push away that fear uh, and just be open and receptive without the expectations. Yeah, I think that's the key is the expectations. Mm -hmm. And that's really kind of, I mean, if you go clear back to like John Kabat-Zinn, who kind of talked about mindfulness if you look at the definition of what he had for mindfulness, it's about being in the present moment without any judgment or expectations. Mm. And that's really kind of what we're talking about too. In in a lot of ways is these things come when we're in the present moment in silence, silence of the mind, right? Mm. Not silence of the lambs, but silence of the mind. That's something different. <laughs> right. Uh, and we don't have any expectations about what's going to happen, right? Because again, when I've done certain things without expectations, because I didn't even know any better, it was like, holy shit, what just happened? Right. And then when I try to go in with expectations, it's like, meh, meh, you know, right. sort of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. No, and I think that's that's exactly the situation. It's kind of like going the first time you don't know what to expect. There's no expectations. You've never done it before. And mm -hmm. so you're kind of open to whatever happening and just being present in it. And then once you've had the experience once, then you start thinking, well, this is what it should be like. This is what it was this time. So it's going to be something similar, maybe. Or, And then you know you go in and it turns out to be completely different. Again, not good, not bad, you know, right or wrong, but just it's just different. And then there's disappointment maybe because you don't, meet that expectation that you set based on that first time which mm -hmm. you experienced and it was because you had the expectation going into it right which actually Im impacted the experience you had in the first place mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. the fact you had expectations actually caused the experience to be different and not meet the expectation for a circuit right. there yeah well and then especially when our expectations are based on fear right then mm -hmm. you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot at that point. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So the moral is get rid of your expectations and stop shooting yourself in the foot. And just, yeah, get rid of the fear. Just don't let the fear hold you back. Just, I mean, because especially in spiritual practices, what's the worst that's going to happen? You know, it's not like you're jumping off a skyscraper. <laughs> There's consequences to that. 
there's serious consequences. But I mean, a lot of these things, especially from a spiritual practice perspective, uh, nobody else even knows about it usually, right? So mm -hmm. it's 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 like you don't have some of those expectations um, that you can just kind of throw out. So, yeah. No expectations. Don't worry about being wrong. Uh, get rid of your fear um, because it does hold us back. You know, not taking that last minute shot at the basket uh, guarantees you're not going to make it. So that's right. Make it, make as many shots as you can. Try as many times as you can. Practice it as many times as you can, and you'll get better uh, as you go along. Yep, exactly. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening in. Go out. Don't let your fear hold you back. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Have a great week. See you guys then.